Welcome to episode 53 of Stage Worthy. I'm your host, Phil Rickaby. As we head into the month of December, I'm looking back over the first year of Stage Worthy and reflecting on all the great people I've spoken to and the great conversations I've had. I love the fact that I've been able to talk to people I know and to ask them about the things that we don't often get to ask each other. Things like why they do theater and what draws them to the work that they do. But even more so, I really love the fact that I've been able to talk to people that I don't know and to learn more about them. I'm really excited for this second year of Stageworthy, and and even more than the great conversations I've been able to have, I'm really excited to have you along for the ride, and I hope you'll continue to listen. You can find Stageworthy on Facebook and Twitter at StageworthyPod, and you can find the website at StageworthyPodcast.com. If you like the podcast, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or Google Music or whatever podcast app you use and consider leaving a comment or rating. Risha Nanda is a singer and actor in Toronto. Risha is appearing in Her Story Count's upcoming production, Silenced, opening at the Red Sand Castle in Toronto on December 8th and running until December 11th. So, Risha, how long have you been theatering for? How long has that been a thing that you do? Well, I've been out of school for since 2012, so almost five years. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to uh, pursue it. Well, is that when you graduated from theater school? Yeah, or? that's when I graduated. But what about before school. that? Like, before what was that, what was there? Like, how long have you been doing? Um, well, to be honest, I always sang as a kid. So that was kind of my incentive to go into musical theater. Like, I love the idea of singing and telling a story at the same time. So at first, I always thought I wanted to be a recording artist. No, not anymore. But, uh, yeah, so that's what kind of motivated me to apply to theater school in Toronto, and I got into Randolph. Did Had, had you, so mostly through the singing, but had you done theater? Mm-hmm. I had done, uh, in Ottawa, I had done a couple things. I remember I did Anne and Gilbert. I was in, in the ensemble in that. Um, done the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I had done some stuff in school yeah. as well. So when I you were doing the Rocky Horror Show, who did you who did you play? I was a Phantom. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Lots of singing and dancing. Right. Yes. I was wondering if you had one of those other other roles. No, yeah. <laughs> not quite. Would is that is that a show, like would you re- what like in terms of like dream shows, even shows that you've done, are there mm. show is there a show that you revisit? Show that you that you've. I loved, I feel like I have an attachment to hair just because we did it in our graduating class oh, yeah? and I love the music. Okay. Um, to redo or to like a dream show, honestly, I've made one up in my head and oh, it would, it, okay, yeah. it would be Slumdog <clears throat> Millionaire the musical. Slumdog Musical yep. the musical. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 So I, that's what I would want to do. I don't know that they've created it, but something kind of like fun and colorful. You know, and- everything that's a movie is be- being turned into a, a exactly. play now. So. so I'm hoping. Hey, fingers yeah. crossed. Um, so you grew up in Ottawa. I grew up in Ottawa. Any when you were growing up in Ottawa, did you get it? Were you exposed to a lot of theater, or was it something that you didn't really, really get to do? Um, I was exposed to it, but funny enough, when I'm talking about Slumdog Millionaire mm-hmm. musical, I uh, was exposed to a lot of Bollywood stuff. Okay. So I did a lot of dance competitions, mm-hmm. a lot of Indian dance, a lot of performances based on mm-hmm. that. And really, a Bollywood movie is a musical. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I was exposed to that, and I like the idea of that. Um, exposed in school, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different plays, different shows. Got to see some theater. Um, like, you know, school teachers take you yeah, yeah. to see shows yeah. as well. Saw the Nutcracker. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. some Christmas shows. Yeah. Any any non-seasonal shows that you were taken to um, that you remember? Trying to remember. Oh, I don't really, I don't really know. I can't even really remember. Because there are shows that I saw, I know I went to see when I was in, in, in high school, and I remember almost none of them. Yeah, I know. Suddenly I'm like blank. Yeah, I remember, yeah. the one show I remember was I went to, did a, a summer theater school mm-hmm. thing once through, through, the, through the school board, and we went to see Cabaret at right. Stratford's. Oh, wow. And that was Brent Carver as the MC at that point. And That's pretty awesome. It, it was... Also, it was one of those shows where we got on the bus and they had to announce, okay, you may have thought you saw certain acts yeah. as part of this thing, but remember, you did not see those. So when your parents ask you about the show, you didn't see those. Right. is a little... You probably don't want to take theater students or I mean, like high school students to see cabaret, right. generally. Right. Um, in terms of the, like the, the Bollywood stuff, um, that was... Um, so you're watching a lot of movies and things like that. Right. Um, have you ever, have you looked at, or are there opportunities to take those lessons that you, that you learned when you were younger and put that on the stage these days? Or is that something that's, that, that you're avoiding or that you hasn't come up? In terms of Bollywood. Yeah. Just like Um, that style of stuff. That style. No, actually it has come up. Um, I auditioned for a musical. It's called, um, it's a movie. Oh, of course. I can't remember the name suddenly. Um, <laughs> that's so weird. I talk about it all the time. I, I'll, it'll come to me. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a kind of like American Indian-based movie. Okay. And um, I auditioned for that a couple times. I know that's going to Broadway soon. Mm-hmm. So it has come up in that like I had to sing a couple songs that were a bit Bollywood mm-hmm. sounding or you speak the languages, which um, in that case it would be Hindi. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to create my own choreography in the video to send over the okay. Bollywood. So one of my friends who took a Bollywood class actually helped me with that. And uh, in, it, I just find because there is starting to be a lot more diversity mm-hmm. in theater, um, that they are bringing certain styles or like there are classes. Yeah. Or people kind of find it an asset. I, I, th- I definitely think it is. I mean, I was talking with... Um, Monsoon Wedding. Monsoon Sorry. Wedding. Monsoon Wedding. Okay. Yeah, there, there we it go. is. Yeah, we knew it would come back. Yeah. Um, I was talking with uh, Nina Lee Aquino from from uh, Factory, right. the artistic director mm-hmm. of Factory, and their thing this year. There's a lot of they're about diversity mm-hmm. uh, this year, and I think all of their shows are um, by uh, people of color or people who are basically you know women and people of color things like that, right. which is important because I mean it is a conversation that's happening um, about the need for diversity because right. quite frankly we're seeing a lot of too many white people. Yeah. <laughs> and as a, as a Caucasian, I'm, I'm saying that, and it's true. Yeah. Like, the theater is not reflecting the world we live in. Totally. And uh, um, when you were in theater school, mm-hmm. was that something that people, that, that, was, in, that was discussed, was the, how, uh, diver- like, all, so many white faces on the stage, and that, that somebody of an, with an Indian background, or, or anything like that, or was it all just, like, take the world by storm and, and make it what you want it? Um, well, it wasn't really discussed. I do remember one of my film TV teachers saying something about, you know, you'll have a longer career because you look really young. Mm -hmm. And he said, based on certain ethnicities, um, he did mention that, but to be honest, it wasn't as open 
of a mm. conversation, but I mean, you could feel it sometimes. Yeah. And depending, especially with musical theater mm. specifically, there's not a lot of new musicals coming out. Well, not a ton. Like, yeah. So I, uh, it was weird in terms of when we would have to pick certain material. I would be constantly like kind of a little bit pushed to do a little more, a little more modern stuff, mm-hmm. a little bit more of like something that has like an R and B tone okay. to it, okay. or not something as traditional, hmm. because I think it's not as common for maybe somebody to I, like I wouldn't be cast maybe in Oklahoma hmm. as you know a lead, or so it wasn't as much pushed yeah. for. No. It but, wasn't talked about, per se. One of the things is that I, I keep thinking, you know, you're saying that, and I keep thinking, fuck, I would love to see a, an Oklahoma with a completely <laughs> yeah. diverse pl- cast. Yeah. That would be amazing. That would be pretty cool, yeah. But, again, people don't... Mm-hmm. don't re- that doesn't come to mind too often. I've seen a bunch of shows recently, and I'm always struck, like, no matter how good the show is, and I come off stage and I'm like, a lot of white faces on that stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of white people. Yeah. And... and it just again, it's like one of those things that I wish there was more, for sure, more diversity, more. Like I wish that the theater more matched what I see on the street. Totally. Well, it was interesting. I know that Cinderella came around here, mm-hmm. um, and the understudy was uh, for Prince Charming. I, I believe he was Chinese, mm. and people were really upset by it. Like people were writing letters in to the theater, I, and it was just so interesting. I am to always see. astounded by that kind of reaction to stuff. It's like, really? Do we have to get upset about about that? Right. About that? People are like, oh no, that character can't be. Not white. Oh, he was great. I'm sure he so was great. Of course good, he was right? great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was why it was just like, what? Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah. People are so strange. Yeah. Um, when, when, when you, do you remember what the first, the first show that you did was? Not just out, not just out of like Randolph or anything like that, but like, um, can you think back to the first theater that you did when you, when you really sort of caught the bug? Oh, man. Again, the blank. Of course, yeah. Of course, like right? you're asking me, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't. Of do course, I like, do theater. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't even. What's the first thing that you do remember doing? As far it, it always leads back to like the Bollywood. Uh-huh, I'm just yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's as yeah. far back as I can remember. Well, always okay. doing performances mm-hmm. with people. Yeah. And like being in shows, like um, holidays, mm-hmm. events. Just dancing around and performing mm-hmm. all the time. Um, was there anything particular that drew you to Randolph as a school as opposed to other schools? Did you even look at other schools? Um, it was just uh, the option at the time. My One of my friends was going and she told me about it. Mm-hmm. And they were holding last minute auditions and I auditioned. And I'm, I'm happy I did. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's pretty well rounded in terms of acting, dance and singing. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, everybody has their own kind of thing with each school, mm-hmm. but... I was happy with the experience. Cool. And I also went when I was uh, 23, which I think helps. I wasn't that right does help. That does help. I went to theater school right out of high school, and I kind of wish I'd taken a yeah. couple of years to, to not do that. But I was, like, chomping at the bit to do the thing, you know? Exactly. Um, did you find that your attitude going in was different because you, you had a couple of years on some of your classmates? Or? Yeah, I think so. Well, because, I mean, I had gone to university before that. I mm-hmm. had worked in um, in the bank for a year. Mm-hmm. Then I decided not to do it. It wasn't for me. And then I applied mm-hmm. to theater school. So there was a bit of, like, life that had happened yeah. before that. And I think that when you make that choice in that way, you are a 
bit more, maybe a bit more um, thick-skinned, but also a bit more motivated, or like you don't get discouraged as easily. Well, it's interesting because when you if you think about it, if you've never actually gone to, if you haven't had a quote-unquote real job and you don't mm-hmm. know what that's like and you haven't uh, uh, decided what the arts mean to you, if right. it's just what you've always done, then it's. I think it might be easier to burn out, easier yeah. to, to not be as dedicated to it as if you didn't have it. Yeah, and there was always that mentality of like, hey, you left your good-paying job to be here, so you better do this. You know what I mean? And like, mm. if you get rejected, well, you wanted it. You have to keep kind of pushing through, and it kind of helped. Yeah, yeah. Like, anytime you leave an audition or anything happens, you're like, nope, I'd rather this life than any other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It helps. <clears throat> it's 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 interesting that that you you put it like that because um, I think like one of the mistakes that I made early on was like not not like really I didn't really put a whole lot into it because it mm-hmm. was like eh it's a thing yeah. and I think that if I if I'd done sort of what you'd done and, and like had a bit of, of work before going into it that that might have been I might have like because now I put a lot more I even now I work a day job. And I do theater, so it's like I put more into it now than I did when I was just at a right, theater school. Totally. Um, what can you tell me about um, the work that you've done since since Randolph? Sure. Um, done some theater, done some film and TV, done some commercials. Um, one of the first things I booked was a commercial. It was a Bud Light commercial for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which was super fun. We just kind of. Had a good time, and they filmed us. Um, yeah, uh, I did a commercial for the Pan Am Games, mm-hmm. which was really nice and interesting. Lots of interesting people. Um, uh, I did the Rocky Horror Picture Show again. Um, I did a play called Skin by Dennis Foon, which is a Vancouver playwright. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some children's theater. Yep, mm-hmm. we all, all got to do that. Um, I did... I'm trying to think here. I just filmed... Um, on the show Incorporated mm-hmm. and another show called Ransom. Um, and I'm trying to think here. Yeah. You know what? I haven't had the opportunity, funny enough, to be in as many musicals hmm. as I would have wanted to. Interesting. Yeah, so it goes a lot to like theater and plays yeah. or like film and TV. Have you, have you just not seen, have there not been, because I know that in Toronto. Oh, I audition of, all the time. Yeah, yeah. For hmm. musicals all the time. Yeah. It's interesting because when I think about musicals in Toronto, there's certain levels of it. There's all the Mervish stuff. Yeah. And then there's, you know, occasionally during Fringe, there's some, and there's like some indie or amateur mm-hmm. groups. But um, it's hard because there's only so many, there's so many actors in this city. Right. That, you know, and there's so few shows produced here. Like a lot of the shows that come through are like touring through rather than produced here, at least in the large houses. Yeah. Um, do you, do you, would you do you have the the self producing bug at all, or are you just uh, just you know wanting to like just like get cast and do the work and not have to worry about that stuff? It's interesting. Like I think that like as time goes by, we're kind of like you know there's not a lot of new work being created, so you're like, well, I have to do it. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. Do it. And uh, actually, um, funny enough, the show that I'm doing right now with her story counts. Um, I'm not producing, but I did write my own piece, and mm-hmm. so did um, six other women. And I kind of took it on to have that experience and to see if I could and wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, the writing aspect, creating and yeah. uh, learning all these things. And um, in truth, like, yes, I would. And I would love to have the means to kind of go further and do stuff. Mm-hmm. But 
at the same time, I love telling other people's stories. Right, yeah. So, and it's really funny because the one challenge with this show was in creating your own piece, sometimes it's so weird because it's so personal to you, you have a hard time connecting to it almost. Mm. It's like you've Mm -hmm. dealt with something, you've moved on, and then you're like, oh. Whereas, and in somebody else's piece, you bring experiences from your life and you can connect to it. It's just the strangest thing. It is a very strange thing. And it's it's almost like because you're so close to it, you almost... Like you've already you've dealt with it, quote unquote, and now somebody's asking you to, to you're asking yourself to deal with it again. Yeah. But you don't really want to do that. It's like it's so personal. Yeah. It's different. It's one thing to take like something that somebody else wrote and put yourself into it, than to take like your story and put you into it again. Exactly. So I mean, would I want to? Yes. What I would prefer is mm-hmm. yes to audition <clears throat> and and kind of just get cast. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. it, that's That's the dream. <laughs> that it it is kind of the, it is the dream. And, mm-hmm. But you know the thing is like I've been doing this podcast for about a year now okay. and I've spoken to two people who have that career. Right. In in the entire time I've been I've been doing this in terms wow. of theater people, only two people. <laughs> and uh most people are like doing indie work, they're finding stuff, they're like making stuff happen on their own. Sometimes it's not that they are like they're not producing, but they're finding people, they're getting around people who are like nice. forming small groups around them, which I think mm-hmm. is sort of like uh, you sort of get that same sort of experience rather than being the person to like do all of the work. But at a certain totally. point, I think sometimes we end up with sort of like a fuck it mentality. Like you've got to be like, well, I want to do something, so fuck it, I'm going to have to do it myself, you know? Yeah. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Uh, in in terms of, can we talk about Silenced? Yeah. What yes. is? I mean, Silenced opens on December eighth. December eighth. Yes. So this is going to go up uh, on Tuesday. So two days yeah. from now, so that we no, are no, not. Oh, so the podcast. This this podcast. Oh, I thought you meant no, the show. No, 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 no. Like, the show's going to happen 8th? on December eighth, <laughs> okay. and this podcast is going to go on on. Uh, I'm going to put that up uh, just before that show goes out. Okay. And okay I think okay. I'm going to put it out through the schedule today awesome. so that can get out in time for your show. Fun. Um, and uh, <clears throat> so what is Silenced? Silenced. Well, it's um, with a company called Her Story Counts. And basically it's a platform for uh, diverse women, essentially. And this um, this cast, it's seven of us. And all seven of us have written stories that have happened in our lives that we have felt that have made us at some point feel silenced. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's so many different topics. There's, you know, somebody who, um, she's gay or somebody who has a learning disability. Um, I talk about uh, something with sexuality. And um, some people talk about their experiences with their family. Mm. And it's just really nice because what this company has done is kind of opened up this space for women to speak and tell their stories and which is really nice and empowering and it's such a great group of women but also it's for everybody else to be able to relate Mm -hmm. so everybody who comes to see the show it's kind of like all right like this was my life or it wasn't or i understand Mm -hmm. or it's just kind of like kind of what theater's about right so it's it's really amazing yeah and it's kind of it's this experience that i've never really had with any company before just very loving and Mm -hmm. kind and just yeah Mm -hmm. it's a good group of people what was it like um having to write your own story uh, it was, um, at first, it was a lot of ups and downs. Like at first I was like, yes, 
oops, I just wrote a bunch of stuff. And then you realize, like, you have to get a bit technical about things mm-hmm. or be in the present about things. Because sometimes, if you're not a writer, at least for me, I didn't realize that I'm almost writing how I speak, mm-hmm. which is okay sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't really make sense. Um, so... I got to learn a lot in terms of how you write, which actually kind of helps with auditions. Yeah. Because now when I look at a script, I'm like, oh, right, I can remember things a bit better because I'm like, this is how things are kind of written technically. Um, And then I had some time where I was like, well, I can't do this because nothing makes sense. And I was just like, this not this is not a story. And uh, yeah, with the help of, you know, my director and the dramaturg, uh, my friend actually, Evangelia, and um, just everybody, it was just like, we kind of just created together as mm. well, which is really nice. So a lot of ups and downs, I'd say. I think that's that's writing in yeah. general, a lot yeah. of ups and downs. Like, for example, for me, if I write the first time through, I'm like, oh, so awesome. Like, yeah. I'm getting it written. And then yeah. you sit down and you read it and you're like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> okay. What? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm, that, that is not, that's, nope. that, no. And the interesting thing is it took me a long time to be able to get to the point where I could actually take something from that that first draft right. to something else because my first instinct after writing it and then reading it would be, well, that's garbage. And then I would like yeah. toss it. And it was like later on that I realized that, no, that's part of it. Exactly. When you write it the first time, it's supposed to suck. Totally, like it's supposed yeah. to have lots of problems and then you fix it. Yeah, it's kind of just like getting all your ideas out on yeah. a piece of paper. It's funny because yeah. we did this one exercise where I, some of us were feeling a bit like, okay, we don't know what we're doing. So she's yeah. like, okay, we're just going to like do an exercise. You have like one minute to just write in as much detail as possible something that happened. Mm-hmm. And we all kind of did it. And it was just really great. And funny enough, I, I think every single um, one of us used those pieces in our story, mm. which was so funny. We we're just like, oh, this is great. Was it the... When there's a time limit, you can't edit yourself. Do you think that you were freer yep. with it that way? Freer um, and just like kind of just like spitting it out through your hands. Mm-hmm. And also the detail. We had to keep mm-hmm. in mind detail, which really paints pictures. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we forget that like writers really have to like, their writing is beautiful. Like yeah. they put so much detail into it. You don't realize it until you have to do it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. 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 It's interesting because I was on that front when I was getting ready to perform my solo show this summer, my director was like, no, this is too poetic. This is wrong for, for this particular oh. piece. Because I had, there were parts of it that were like really straightforward and parts of it where I've been like, oh, I need to paint like more of a picture and like do this sort of thing. He was like, wrong for the character. You have to take out all of that poetic stuff. And I was like, well, I like the poetic yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. And he said, well, if you love it, then we need to take it out because you're too close to it. Too attached. Oh, it was so difficult to kill oh. your babies. Yeah. What was like taking this stuff, like taking your story and then mm-hmm. rehearsing it? What's like, what is that like? Okay, that was especially difficult okay. for me. So I feel like once we got comfortable with the writing, I was like, I'm a writer. Like just like super, just like <laughs> you're you're so comfortable and you're doing it. And then it was like, cool. Now we're now we're getting on our feet. And I'm like, what? Like I think some of us really felt that way. We were like, but we just got the writing part down. Mm-hmm. And um, to have to detach yourself as a writer and become an actor can be difficult because oh it's there, just, it's there, so there hard are two to different there are two different activities two different parts of the yeah, brain yeah and it's just like now i had to almost look at it with fresh eyes and mm-hmm. again one you're attached to the writing two you're attached to the story because yeah. it's yours and then you're like 
also so detached because it's something that has happened that is no longer your life. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. you know, that you're dealing with or whatever it is that it was just the strangest feeling. On the one hand, you're so attached. And on the other, you're like, mm, I don't I don't have anything to do with this piece. <laughs> it's just so funny. And like then I felt like I was like back in that place again where you're just like want to throw it across the room. And you're mm-hmm. like, I can't do this. It's really, I found it really hard to like ask the kind of questions that an actor is supposed to re- yeah. to ask when you wrote it. Because I'm like, well, I... Shouldn't I already know? Yeah. It's just so weird. Yeah, but also, like, I would be like, I, I would forgive myself stuff that I yeah. would never forgive in another piece. Right. I would like, oh, well, that well that's happening just because it is. You know, I'm doing that because I need, like, yeah. and you had to, like, I had to, like, be really pushed totally. to be like, no, find the reason why, you no, know, that stuff. That's it's interesting. so hard. I might be doing that because I'm like, <laughs> well, it's just my life. That's just what happened kind mm. of thing, right? That yeah, you're yeah. almost not, like. Yeah, approaching it as a an actor. Well, it's it's difficult it's to do because, like like I like we said, the, that writer part and that 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 actor part are different parts of the brain. Yeah. Um, have you like? I'm curious, like, and I know your director isn't here, but I'm curious how you direct other people's stories. Mm, she's very. Um, that's like a whole different kind of person, also, because she's very. Um, she's a great director. She sees things. And you're like, wow, that's beautiful. But she also has to really keep us in mind in terms of, is that okay with you? Mm. So she'll give a direction and like, there's certain things that are technical that it's like, okay, that's the direction. This is how we want the Mm -hmm. piece to be seen. And it is theater at the end of the day. But, you know, sometimes if it's something emotional, um, there's been a lot of check-ins, a lot Mm -hmm. of, okay, um, maybe somebody in the piece is someone that's not, doesn't feel the safest to you. Right. Look at your look at your um, co-actor. Mm. It's not them. Or asking them certain questions like, "Are you okay with this? Can mm-hmm. we do this? What do you need from me?" There's a lot of that in this because the truth is, it is people's yeah. lives, and they're kind of revisiting things that might be yeah. a bit traumatic. Yeah. So she has to really approach it with a lot of compassion. Is your piece a monologue, or are there like other other people in it with you? There's other people in it. There, okay. Actually, mine especially has a mm. bunch of other people in okay. it. Okay. Yeah, and so, some pieces are a bit more just uh-huh. them, uh-huh. but we all kind of participate in each other's, mm. which is nice. That is good. Yeah. Because then you have each other to to, to help out. Yeah. And to be part of it with you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what is what what can you think of like one thing that you've you've learned through this process? One thing I have learned. I feel like I've learned so many things. Um, hmm. You don't have to keep it to one. We can break that rule. Right, right, it. right. Uh, of course, again, blank. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I've learned everything but nothing. Uh, no, I think... Well, one, just the appreciation for writers, mm-hmm. for one. I'm just like, what is even happening? That, uh, the um, detaching yourself and like... I've learned so much, to be honest. I've learned so much about other people and how, because there's a lot of emotions mm-hmm. uh, in this environment as mm-hmm. well. So how we handle things, how we work with each other. I've also learned um, to try to really separate um, personal stuff with professionalism because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, we want to bring that into the room because it is our stories and we get a bit like, but this is my story and this is what's happening and this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. And it's like, okay, sometimes we have to remember that this is the work. Right. And um, it's going to be on stage and uh, also learn that it's not necessarily about us, mm. right? It's about everybody else watching. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So there's also, yeah, the technical stuff too. And also learned how to, still learning how to emotionally engage with a piece that is mine, Mm. which is so strange. It is really strange. Yeah. So I feel like as a person learning a lot and also professionally, like seeing other people write things and seeing what they created, I was like, wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, that thing about, about that you're mentioning about, uh, the separation between the personal and the professional. Mm-hmm. I think that's such an important lesson for an mm-hmm. actor to learn is like how to leave that stuff in the room and how to like that separation yeah. so that you're not taking too much when you leave the rehearsal or performance. Right. Which is so strange because <clears throat> part of it is like putting them together. Yeah. Right. That's the whole thing. Like with performance, like people are like, you're an actor, you're just faking. And I'm like, no, you have to yeah, actually yeah. feel it and believe it and be it. Yeah. So it's so strange. Like on the one hand, you're just like it. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, you're like, all right, you better separate this now. Yeah. 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 So, well, you have to do that for, for your, for your, your own sanity, sanity sometimes. Sure. Yeah. 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 What was the most, like we're talking about the things that you learned through this, what's been the most, Aside from the separation, is there something that's been the most difficult thing of this whole process? Hmm. Um, I think everybody works at their own pace. And because Mm -hmm. everyone's creating their own stuff, we're not necessarily... Like, there is a timeline, but there isn't either. Hmm. So I did have to learn how to kind of move at different paces with different people, Hmm. which was interesting because Mm -hmm. sometimes I find, like... In certain shows, it's so technical and so time like limited, and mm-hmm. so it's like by this we do this, this we do this, this we do mm. this. So it's very just like okay, cool. Yeah. But this, it's a, a little bit of a different process hmm. in that sense, um, and difficult. Uh, honestly, difficult to revisit certain things. Of course, yeah. I'd say yeah. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that still bothered me. Or I didn't know that, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I it's almost just become a story that you tell. You know that the story has made you into something, but it's just a story now. Yeah. And then you revisit and you're like, oh, no. Well, because when, <laughs> when you're telling the story, you have a separation. It's like, totally. this is the story, but now you have to invest in it as an actor, which is yeah. a completely different thing. Yeah. Um, have you, has it been hard to like re deal with that stuff or to like, has learning that it still bothered you? Uh, been uh, difficult or honestly it's been amazing okay. I feel like I feel like right now where I'm at in my life there's a lot of different things that are happening that are kind of like helping bring things out mm-hmm. and I feel <clears throat> like it's also reminding me that just because I've dealt with something doesn't mean I have to kind of completely push it away right so I think sometimes when we do that it's like oh how much have we dealt with and how much have we suppressed And because at the end of the day, like, it depends when things happen in your life. But, like, you know, you think about things like high school, for example. In hindsight, you're like, ugh, like, doesn't matter what Yeah, of course, yeah. But the things and the way you felt and your hormones are everywhere that you're just, like, certain things you see or can happen and you're, like, so affected by it. Um, So I think, and in life, like, for anybody, those things continuously come up. So, um, what was the question? <laughs> I don't it doesn't even doesn't even matter. I mean, I think the yeah. the question was was about uh, what's been the most difficult thing, right? Is there, but I mean, really, I think that you answered it. Yeah, to. yeah. Um, <laughs> Getting off track. Well, that I mean, <laughs> so now you're you're sort of like in the home stretch on this project. It's opening in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, and now so you've been going from being the writer. 
to the actor and now you're starting to head into production. Mm-hmm. Is it like, what does it feel like, like being about to present like your own story on stage? Almost not real. Like, I'm just like, are we actually doing this? Mm-hmm. Like we weren't just hanging out and like creating work. And mm-hmm. it's so interesting. It's like a whole different world than, you know, some other things that I've done. Uh, a bit, honestly, it's weird. Like, I find myself to be open and I can talk about things, but this feels a bit like I'm like, I, I feel a bit exposed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, everyone's gonna know, yeah. you know? Well, um, yeah. It's so interesting. And it's it's yours, 100%. Like, this is every single thing that has happened, happened to you. Yeah. Um, and it's, again, I could tell it to anybody, but to actually act it and be there again and all the things that were said and what yeah. kind of happened, it's really interesting. Yeah. So I, I have to kind of keep reminding myself again that it's not about me per se, you know, it's it's about the story and telling mm-hmm. it and uh, having, you know, maybe other people being mm-hmm. able to relate to it. And that's really nice. The thing that I, I, I would say I think that you've got going for you is other people who are going through the same yeah. thing. Because I know, like, performing something that I wrote, especially the piece I did in the summer, that for the day I was going to perform it, I thought I was going to throw up that whole day. Yeah. I thought, and just before, like, that half hour before, I thought, this is it. This is where I just vomit before this thing starts. Because it was just me. It was nobody else. So I didn't have anybody else to, like, hold on to. So you've got at least got that going for you that everybody is probably going to be feeling that same way before they before they have to do this. Exactly, and we always have to remember that like yeah. people are thinking about themselves, not yeah, yeah. anybody else. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, it's a whole different like thing. It's like I don't find myself getting nervous in this way mm-hmm. when I do other stuff. No, it's different mm-hmm. when you put yourself into it mm-hmm. in a way that it's not when somebody just hands you a script and you're like, oh, these are the lines I say, and somebody else wrote them. Mm-hmm. It's completely different when you're saying, these are the lines I'm saying, oh, and I wrote them. So that means something. And it's fully my life. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a bit freaky. But yeah. do you do you have a plan for that first day? Like what you want to do uh, to get ready for that first performance? or do I you... think all of the standard stuff you do, mm-hmm. physical warm-up, vocal warm-up, uh, try and get some sleep mm-hmm. if I can. Being mm-hmm. hydrated, but I think uh, in terms of that's the thing that's so nice about this company is I the, when you were saying it, I was like the women, like we're just going to be there mm. for each other. It's kind of like there's so much support that you feel safe. That's so good doing it. Yeah. So I was like, well, we're just going to love each other, and then we're mm. just going to do it. That's but, great. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it's nice. Um, how long does the silence run for? Uh, it's only until December eighth. Uh, what? No, December 11th. Okay, so you get like... <laughs> December 8th so until you get the like, 11th, yeah. like one week, basically, like just a few yeah, days. Yeah, like it's not it's not very long. Okay. <laughs> You're like, what? I was like, yeah. oh, because I was like, wait, only 11th, December 8th, yeah. so I won't perform it. Um, <laughs> is it... Is it uh, where, where is it performing? It's going to be at the Red Sand Castle. Oh, the Red Sand Castle. Yes. I have such a soft spot for the Red yeah. Sand Castle. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be intimate. Well, I mean, that's one of the things about that yeah. that space is that... That is one of the most intimate spaces in in this city. Yeah. Is it's but it's a it's a very like loving space because mm-hmm. of it, you know? Yeah. Um so it's kind of exciting that way. Yes. Um so you've got this show and then uh after after silence sorry, I'm just like no, I'm just like no hip checking you here. It's these chairs. If these chairs we're on these yeah, swivel chairs that just sort of like uh just move back and forth. Yeah. Um you said that you were heading off to Vancouver? I am going to Vancouver in January. 
Uh, I'm doing a show with the Arts Club, and it's an original play um, called Men in White. Hmm. Yeah. Have you ever have you done have you been to Vancouver before? I've been to Vancouver, but I've only spent like a week there. Uh, for like a mm. wedding, mm-hmm. so doing a lot of family stuff. Right. I mean, I've seen the city, but I think the last time I was properly there, probably I was fifteen, and mm. I'm twenty nine. That's, that's so. Awesome. Yeah, you haven't been there There's in a while. Been some time. There's been some time. Yeah. So. Um, and how long are you going to be there for? Uh, until March fourteenth. That is a good long time to yeah. be in, to be in Vancouver. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, have you have you traveled for theater before? Have you gone from from home? I did. I went to Thunder Bay. I did mm-hmm. last year. I was um, doing shows with Magnus Theater, mm-hmm. so I did that, which was it was amazing because it's such a different place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like wow, it's different. What can you? What, 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 what's what's different about it? Um, I found it just. I guess like when you're walking the streets in Toronto, it's very busy, mm-hmm. very multicultural. Yeah. Um, not as segregated in a main city, I'd mm-hmm. say, which I found um, down in Thunder Bay it was. Okay. Uh, their politics is a bit, like, mm. off-putting mm. a little yeah. bit. Um, the, the treatment towards uh, the indigenous community okay. is really awful. Mm. It was just so weird, and I've never really been in a position where people would just look at me and they just didn't understand what I was. Like, oh. they didn't know where to place me. It was so strange. I find it almost painful that people like feel felt that like they were walking down the street looking at you and feeling they have to place you somewhere oh yeah instead of just being like there is a person oh yeah to be like this person is a whatever yeah yeah, yeah. that's such a strange thing for me yeah how long were you in thunder bay for that was also two months okay yeah and uh i think march to may Mm. and um it was amazing and again doing the show was amazing Mm -hmm. the people were amazing but what I loved, obviously, about when you travel anywhere is you get to experience the places. Yes, so I got yeah. to um, kind of see how people live. Mm-hmm. And I got to visit some reserves, which mm-hmm. is really nice. I got to go. Um, my director had a camp out there. They call cottages camps. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, we were out there. On the, what is it called? That thing that looks like a face. The big thing in Thunder Bay. Yeah. And it's by the water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. We got to go there. So the nature aspect of it was Mm. like unreal. It's really beautiful out there. One of the things that I've always liked about traveling, and I've only, when I've traveled for theater, I've really only been like in a place for like two weeks ish for Fringe. But it's like seeing a city in a different way because you're there working, living. Like living. Like you're not just doing tourist stuff. Mm -hmm. You're like, this is. You know, th- three days in, oh, this is a routine. This is what a routine feels like in mm-hmm. this city, which is kind of fun. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so Vancouver. Vancouver. Um, and uh, anything lined up after that? Not yet. Mm. Thinking of taking a trip somewhere. Yeah. Really. Oh, okay. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in terms of in terms of uh, things that you, you want to do, is there... Like I know it's it's so hard as an actor being yeah. like you know people are like what's your five year plan and you're like, like I'm like a five year plan yeah like, I I want to be working you're like hopefully working hopefully working yeah that's always yeah. the plan yeah. yeah 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 um in terms of uh, are there projects that that I can it's not even a question you can really ask to an actor sometimes yeah. there are people who are like have productions that they have on the back burner or totally. like stuff they're working on 
Um, have you have you fringed? Have you done that? that sort I've of not. Thing? I've not actually. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've gone to see fringe yeah. shows. Yeah, no, I have not been in the fringe. Festival. Is it something that that you've? Uh, I guess the opportunity just hasn't come up. No, it just it just hasn't been the case yet. Hmm. yet so. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I, I could go on and on yeah. with the fringe, but you know, yeah. and people, anybody who listens to this podcast knows that very well. Um, what is, uh, in terms of, of this show silenced, um, do you, after, after writing is writing something that you're interested in doing more of, or, or are you, mm. are you like, <laughs> there was, this was a, this was a one-time thing and I don't think I need to do that anymore. You know what? I, so I was thinking about it the other day cause I was like, no. And then I was like, you know what? I think I would, but I don't know that I would ever want to write about me again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would want to write stories and take from maybe other experience, maybe parts of like my life and like other people's lives or mm-hmm. stories and kind of create something mm. fictional. The interesting in thing is like cuz in a way when you're writing sometimes when you're writing it's always you. Mhm. Totally. But, oh yeah. But it's fictionalized in such a way that nobody could really look at it and say, "Ah, this is a story about about you." Yeah. Um yeah, it I think I always find that that once I start writing, once I've written a thing, then I want to write another thing. Yeah. So like stuff co- starts coming up. Have you have you had that that urge since you wrote this thing to pick up your pen and start writing another thing or? Um, maybe not write another thing, but I always think of quotes, mm. and I'm like this. I always have this joke. I'm like, if in this episode I would say this, <laughs> in this episode I would do this. So like, find myself wanting to write down like quotes and things mm-hmm. that are said that I'm like, that's amazing. But, um, have you written them down? Well, some, some like if I don't have anything, then yeah. I don't. But you, sh- you should, you I should, should, you should yes. write them all down because yes. I have a folder of quotes that I that I use. Um, really? Yeah, pretty nice. frequently actually. Um, just to every time, every so often, like that is a great quote. I have to use that sometime. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I haven't used any of them yet. Yeah, but I <laughs> feel like it's important to write them down. Totally. Um, I'm just trying to think about. Uh, uh, things that I wanted to ask you about. I mean, say the the silence thing was like the major thing that I really wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things that um, I, I don't get to talk to people about too often because we don't like to talk about it in theater is those jobs that we do when we're not acting. Oh, right? yes. And usually when people are talking to me, we're talking about things that, um, you know, we're working on and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you and I worked... Uh, as ushers yes, at uh, the Ed Murphy's Theater. Yeah. Um, how how did you get that job? You know what? I feel like um, the friend actually who told me about Randolph was mm-hmm. the friend who told me about this job because mm-hmm. she knew somebody who worked there at the mm-hmm. time. So that's how I got it out of theater school, actually. And uh, it has been so great. Like, it, it, it's funny that you said, like, you know, people don't like to talk about it, but I was having this discussion with somebody recently, and I was like, you know what? I feel like I will always talk about this job because it it literally is what allows me to be able to perform mm-hmm. when I'm not performing. Yeah. It pays my bills. And it's also great because um, as an usher, bartender, whatever, you're in this environment where you're constantly around it, mm-hmm. that it... I don't get taken away from it. So yeah. while being there, you're just like, oh, I want this, you know, and it kind of motivates yeah. you. And I know some people can get discouraged, but what it does for me is I'm just like, yep, this is where I need to be. One of the things that I always found about it was the ability, like you get to see a show 
so many times yeah. that you start to learn about how to do a show in the long term. 100%. Like, there are shows that that I've seen, that we've seen, that we're running for, like, six months or longer. Yeah. And thinking about, like, how how do you keep that alive, alive. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. that long? Exactly. And so learning that was always, like, this fascinating thing. You do learn a lot. Yeah. And you're in the realm of the work. You're constantly mm-hmm. um, either seeing your friends on stage yeah. or you're meeting people. I've mm-hmm. met so many actors working there. And they've also, like gotten gigs from working there mm-hmm. or you know met people who were like hey i know this or yeah so it's just a great environment to be in yeah and it's easy it's an easy job it's mostly easy mostly most, i mean yeah. it, most i mean there everybody has those challenges sure moments, but sure you know, yeah it's mostly an easy job yeah and you just mostly have to stand there and smile it in pain no yeah. but yeah yeah no it's, it's it depends on your good. shoes whether you're in pain that's or not. true that's my own fault yeah, yeah. Well, Okay. I, that wasn't a dig. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's me. No, no, no. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, it really, I think, has helped. And yeah, you're right. Exactly. Sometimes you're watching the shows. And uh, right now, um, Matilda mm-hmm. is on at uh, the Ed Mervish. And just like watching it. And I'm not even in the house as much yeah. as other people. But I know the show well. And sometimes you're just like, okay, I see that they changed this. Or, oh, this is what they're doing that's a bit different. Or mm-hmm. how you're keeping your energy kind yeah. of going. Yeah. And it's amazing. You learn a lot. And you you see really do. Perform, watching, you really do. Right? The downside is how the show becomes like the soundtrack to your life. Oh, I wake up with all the songs in my head. Yeah. I'm singing it 24-7. And it's never, it's always a song. Like you'll wake up with a song and it's not like that whole song. It'll be like a line, a phrase no. or one line that just like loops over and over in your brain. Yep. I wake up with my mommy says I'm a miracle. Okay. Every yes. day. And uh-huh. I'm like, all right. Yes. Now yeah. things have to thank change. You. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Um, and you've you've worked at you've worked at both the, the Panasonic and yes um, and the uh, Mervish. Yeah. Um, different vibes at both theaters. Very different. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and but different size stages, different audiences, kind yeah, of. Big like time. the people who go to the Panasonic yeah. are. A little more laid back than people who Cash, go to the, a little yeah. more casual than the people who go to the, the Mervish Theater. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. the shows that are put there are not necessarily like musical musicals. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of the people who are coming to see them are not necessarily like avid theater goers. Mm-hmm. It's just it's anybody else. Yeah. So you see all kinds of people kind of coming to the Panasonic, mm-hmm. which is yeah. also really fun. That's kind of fun. Like when people get that their first like theater experience, it's not like a kid show that they were taken to when they were five. Yeah. And it's funny. Like sometimes the questions you get and you're like, what? Yeah. yeah like, but yeah, you forget like, oh, right. Right. You don't know this. Don't yeah. Know here. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so I'm basically at the end of the end of our time. Oh, I want to yeah. thank you so much for, for coming yeah. or for doing this. And, uh, We'll get this uh, online so that we can uh, get some some talk about uh, uh, Silenced. Yeah. It would be great if people came out to see it. Just awesome. Just good stuff. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs>